Hey, hi everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Beyond Eight Figures. This is AJ, the journeyman entrepreneur with another Beyond Eight Figure episode for you. On the show, we talk with top entrepreneurs about the realities of building an eight-figure business, what success really means to them, and hear from them about some of their winning strategies and tactics. Tune in to each episode to learn how to grow your business beyond 10 million, and more importantly, create your own personal legacy. Hello everyone, this is AJ, your journeyman entrepreneur, back with yet another episode of Beyond A Figures. Are you ready to go deep into how to improve your life as an entrepreneur? Well, today's guest is an experienced entrepreneur who develops, coaches, and keeps teams focused to deliver promised results in harmony and on time. Harmony is something I definitely need to work a lot on, so this episode really is exciting. Um, I am no stranger to working with coaches, but I haven't always found it to be an easy relationship. When one area I'm working with my coaches in my life improves, I find other aspects <laughs> faltering. So what struck me about today's guest is his ability to bind together the different parts of our entrepreneurial journey. He brings together accountability, motivation, and the attention to the physical needs of an entrepreneur. He creates enormous value, and he has a genuine desire to make our lives better. And today, we're going to find out how things have changed and what he's doing now. So let's welcome back Matthew Corbin. Thank you so much for coming back. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. What's been going on since last time you were here last summer, if I remember correctly? Well, um, I have updated my my coaching. I mean, I've... I've been doing a lot of exact coaching since the pandemic and we're focusing a lot on my uh, method uh, that's called MOVE and that's also the, 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 the name of my book coming, coming out in a couple of months. We're going a lot on, we're tapping a lot on the lifestyle, on the life coaching, on the balance, maintaining the balance in life between health, life. I mean, before the COVID, it was just, I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. Now I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. And I don't want to be, I don't want to go crazy sitting home and fighting with my partner or or kids or or even pets all the time. And it's just adding ingredients to the, to to the whole, uh, to the whole thing. And uh, we're, we're pivoting. I mean, just like everyone is pivoting, my program is pivoting, my coaching is pivoting and I need to be able to pivot my, 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 my clients as well to deal with this new normal that we thought that's going to go, go away in a couple of months, but it seems like we're going to live with it for a while now. It's been funny. It seems, you know, there's a large amount of people, if you read around online, where it's always a few months away. <laughs> you know? that's right, yeah. Eventually it will be, but, it, you know, I've been kind of, you know, <laughs> longer than I expected mm-hmm. to continue. Now, when you're talking about the new normal and helping people um, sort of deal with it, I saw some interesting um, offer, you know, a post you made about helping people find clarity. And you know, could you maybe walk through a little bit about how, what that is, like what you're offering and how you see people using that 
given the lovely state of the world <laughs> right now? That, that's an amazing question, yes. I mean, clarity is, is the first step of everything. And most of the time, I mean, we all go through this. We all don't have clarity the first 10 times, maybe. I mean, I've, I've, I've had it. And when I saw my why, when I discover my why, which is what I do yeah. during the clarity, was a couple of years ago. I was in the, my mid-40s. So, uh, yeah, discovering clarity has, to, has a lot to do with finding uh, your purpose, with writing your vision, with drawing your destiny map and knowing exactly where you're going, setting your objectives and just heading steadily uh, towards your objective. And most of the time, somehow we don't find our why. And it has a lot to do with everything around us, uh, with the pressure we're having from, from the society, from friends, from family. It has a lot to do with our childhood programming. And sometimes we just go on, on, I call it autopilot, and we just keep on living on autopilot and without, without knowing what we're doing. Uh, most of us have this. And it, it starts with some really small, small things and some, some, some tiny uh, things like, for example, why are you doing whatever you're doing? And the first five, six, even 10 answers aren't the real answers because we need to keep digging deep down and find the real answer. I mean, I, I can, I don't know if I told you this, but I have one of my very dear clients mm -hmm. and she, she's an amazing lady. She's a business lady. She's CEO of a big company and all. And I've been coaching her for a couple of years now. And she called me the other day and we, we do like executive coaching and, and mainly business coaching. Yes. So she calls me, she says, I, I know it's not our time, it's not our session today, but I have something and I need to lose weight. I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> for a couple of years, we've been talking about business acquisition, negotiation and all of these things. And now you want to lose weight. Why? And I kept on asking the why in, in, in very different ways and means until she, she got upset and hang up on me a couple of times and then called again and then... She kept on saying, I want to wear my old jeans. I want to look nice again on all of these things. And at the end, she yelled. She said, I want my husband to see me. And I said, this is the real why. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you think it was as simple as this, but it is not. Because if you go on a diet just to lose weight, you're not solving the, prog the, 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 the problem. You're not solving the issue. The issue is not going on a diet. The issue is changing some sort of habits or behavior or since you're, in, you're at home and, the, and he's at home and this whole pandemic is, is, is happening and you don't know how to deal with each other, sometimes you just hide the things and don't face it and don't deal with it. And they start piling up, piling up until, as we say, the cup is full. So yeah, this is the clarity. This is the why. Once we discover the why, the next step goes into... Uh, writing our vision and knowing exactly where we want to go, what's our vision. And after this, we start with our destiny map. And the destiny map is a huge and it's a fun exercise. And it, it, it can go, I mean, it can go as silly as I want this shirt and I want this car and I want this job and I want to be this person and do, do very deep, deep stuff. You know, it's funny when you were talking about, you know, the difficulty of like, the first 10, 
Um, it reminded me of the five whys, five or six whys. I always, I always get you know, um, things, but that process, because as a consultant, you know, with my background, I find it very easy to kind of help people move through like, Oh, this, but I know the times people have tried to do the same thing with me, especially in finding clarity around your life's vision. I'm like, boom. And they're like, so why? I'm like, fuck. Wait, um, I might as well say it because we have enough episodes with a little ease on it. So I always like, fuck you. No, don't. <laughs> now the podcast has a little E next to it. It's sexier now. Um, how do you help clients? Because this is something I know. As someone who has repeatedly had difficulties doing that, how do you help them iterate through that? From I guess from like safe answers or easy answers to truly resonant answers. How do you help move them? Because you said the ten times she, you know, she, she, you obviously were helping her because she called you back after cursing you out. So maybe yeah, you know, help us understand you know how you help people like uh, like you know our audience here, you know, find that clarity here, going deeper. Uh, I mean, I, I have to understand them first, but definitely, uh, and th- this is going to sound a bit weird, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't try to be their friend or mm-hmm. uh, just like everyone think that a coach is here for you, they will take your hand. They will, no, we're not trying to do this. We're trying to... Of you trying to, yeah. we, we want to dig deep inside just to get the thing that you are hiding from yourself because we try to hide stuff from ourselves and we try to, to tell ourselves that it's okay to do this. We're doing fine. No, don't worry about this. And we just want people to cheer for us. And a coach is not going to come and I'm not going to come and cheer for you. And then you're going to tell me all about something you did wrong. And I'm going to say, yeah, it's okay. Don't worry. It happens. Now let's focus on the others. No, no, I don't, I don't do this. And maybe this is something I do differently from, from many others. I don't do this. I'm going to tell I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to say, no, you did wrong here. And let's, let's, let me help you to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I know that every time I start asking the whys in many different ways, I know that when the other person, when my, when my, when my client starts getting upset, I know that I'm getting closer Yeah, because no one likes the truth and no one likes someone to dig deep inside of them and get, get things out. And this is why they keep on calling and they keep on telling me, okay, I want more. And they know that it's, gonna be, it's not going to be uh, a walk in the park or, or fun, but at the end, they are getting results and they know that, okay, we need to do this. I was doing this wrong. And this, this person here is here to help me accountable and to help me. And to, I tell them, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lay down, you want, you want to cross the river. I'm going to lay down the stones. I'm going to take your hand, but you have to take the steps. You have to walk. I'm not going to just hold you on my shoulders. I'm just going to show you the way because I've done it so many times and I know exactly how to do it. Now, I think that's something you know, is having spent, <laughs> having spent a good amount of money on 
bad coaches and really good coaches. Unfortunately, I think at times I didn't realize I had a really good coach when I was early in using coach until later on. I was like, ah, okay. I wish I'd paid more attention. Um, I like that because I know the things I've learned the most from working with people like you have been the things I had to force myself to do, not the things they told me to do. That thin line from a coach. So I like that. When you work with the people in your program, when you work with them to help them find clarity and develop a vision, in the past, it was about helping us figure out a mission. I think, you know, as we were trying, how do you see people now incorporating their clar- this clarity and their vision in dealing with their lives now with COVID and sort of the confusion that's going on with that? I think, I think the, 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 the priority list has changed a little bit. Uh, yeah. We still have our vision there, mm-hmm. but we have many things to add to it now, and we need to incorporate other stuff. I mean, when before it was, for example, I want to be successful with what, what I'm doing, and my top priority now to learn the skill of negotiation along with being healthy and not compromising my career. Now it's, I want to be able to live at home without, without filing for divorce or, <laughs> you know, yes. uh, <laughs> I want to keep my sanity and, and uh, not do anything stupid. Uh, I mean, the whole, the whole, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to, to, to make it a bit uh, funny, but I mean, it's, it's sad because I see a lot of my uh, customers and, uh, they go through a rough time. We all do. I mean, I had many, many clients in the, in the, in the last four or five months uh, coming to me asking just for one question. And they are like top executives because this is my target mainly, asking for one question. We just want to deal with the stay home. I mean, yes. a, a, a guy came to me saying, and he's a top executive, he's a Canadian guy, he's amazing. And he said, we're now we're not allowed to go out. Starbucks was my office, but it's closed. And now I have to stay home and it is like a nightmare. And it's, it's somehow sad to hear him say this. And I mean, before we thought like, I want to, I want to stay home. I don't want to wake up. I want to call it a sick day and everything. Now, please, I want to go out. And it's just always seeing what we cannot have. And I work around this. I mean, you always want this. And once you have it, you don't want it anymore. And you want something else and something else. And this is part of the human nature. And when I, when I start coaching uh, my clients, I start tapping into the, 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 the human nature of, of uh, like, like having to have the habits, the lifestyle, the programming, mm-hmm. the pressure. Because a lot of time we do not consider the pressure we have around us. But this is like something really major. And we live in this in the middle of the whole pressure without even noticing. But we do live. I mean, we have we, we have to drive a certain car. We have to wear certain clothes. We have to talk in a certain way. We have to behave in a certain way. And this takes a lot of energy from us. And this we all do it before looking at ourselves. And what we usually do is we just keep ourselves for the last because we know that we're not going to blame ourselves. 
and we start fulfilling all the pressure from around us. We start living from our childhood programming. We start living up to our parents' expectation. We start living up to our community, neighbors, and everyone's expectation. And I mean, I've had people, I've had one of my friends, he's not a client, he's a friend, uh, going to uh, going going into a dilemma of choosing what color of car does he want, and he wants a color, and he's afraid that his neighbors are gonna judge him for this color. I mean, yeah. and this is it. I mean, and and so we have to live with this because we don't live on an island, we don't live alone, but we cannot live our life just fulfilling the pressures around us and just living up to everyone's expectation because it's, it doesn't make sense. So I just rearranged the whole list to my clients and just put it into order and just have a priority list and let them focus on one target and just walk steadily. And that's why I call my program MOVE because you gotta keep moving. Because what we do usually when we face any, any trouble, we just sit there and it, it's safe to sit. It's safe to sit in our comfort zone and we just sit there and start coming up with all of these excuses whereby we should keep on moving and moving and moving, but we need a plan to move. We need a vision, we need just a GPS. And the destiny map that I give to my clients is their GPS, it's, it lets them move Steadily, but towards their goal. Now, I like that because I know there's been a lot of research that while there are varying degrees of sort of how to define happiness or what happiness is or how to be happy, and I'd love to talk to you a little bit about that because I saw one of your Instagram posts about that. So we'll come back to that, but one of the things I've always liked was this idea that it's not being happy. It's the actions you take on a consistent basis that fulfill. Yeah. So yes, if you do lazy things or shortcuts and da, 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 you're going to feel like it. But if you do these things day in, day out, it will help you feel better. I, I started doing cold water plunges and waking up at six, you know, I, when all this happened, I had a whole, I really forced myself to do a daily ritual and it was dopier and dopey, except for the fact that I generally felt better. So I really do like that you have taken that even further and you have the people in your program really going into it. So I saw, um, you also offer yoga. Um, you offer yoga instruction as part of the amendment. Mm -hmm. How do you how do you help um, the people in your program incorporate yoga into their efforts? We always talk about a balance, and I try to keep a certain balance in my coaching and the balance between uh, physical, emotional, uh, eating habits, uh, learning skills, and everything, just to keep all our aspects running, just just like a car. I mean, it's you have to keep everything running. And my wife is a certified yoga instructor. And I work closely with her to customize uh, yoga and meditation programs to my uh, clients that speaks to them, especially, I mean, sometimes meditation, sometimes yoga, it depends because yoga is so wide. I mean, you can have something really 
powerful power yoga and cardio and just burning and just letting the, 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 the tension out. And sometimes some clients would like some stretching into yin and some relaxation and other would like just the meditation, just yeah. to see stuff. So I offer this as part of my uh, coaching and I, I have learned that it, it, it helps a lot by, by it taking our state into the more pure side it's like, I mean, I've, I, I've been practicing meditation for over, um, what, 25, 30 years maybe now. I practice transcendental meditation. And I know exactly when I face any problem, I can just put myself into the purest uh, state and just wake up again and feel good. And it's not magic or flying or anything, just like we watch on those funny YouTube movies. It's just... Coming back to yourself, because we can lie, we can make excuses, we can do whatever we can on everyone except ourselves. And in meditation and in yoga, when we come to the, to the purest state and we just relax and we start breathing and we let all the negative energy out and everything out, we can see clearly. It's like having a diamond and you just polish it and polish it and it's 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 there again you fall in love with it again I like so, yeah this is uh, the physical aspect has been big help throughout my life i'm a martial artist i've been practicing martial arts since i was four years old and now i love yoga because it doesn't require as much uh, effort as martial art and going older <laughs> you need something you, you know <laughs> Yeah, I know that uh, getting older, as in, as you know, a high school and college athlete, and now all of a sudden I have a teenage boy. All of a sudden I'm like, yeah, of course I'm still strong. Of course I'm still. Fine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I fully agree that taking things a little bit slower and more in harmony for where right. you are is definitely a benefit. In looking at this, what I what was interesting is you mentioned this is kind of a corporation from the business coaching and this. I've started seeing, you know, as someone who looks at programs like yours and looks at coaches and tries to, you know, build my own entrepreneurial journey, what started making you think to incorporate the, the business and the personal? Because... Up until recent, not recently. I mean, there's always been, come on, but up until recently, it was like there were business coaches, there were health coaches. And then I've started seeing more similar to your, where it is this concept of a more unified approach, you know, to being, you know, to the whole life, not just aspects of it. So what kind of led to you, you know, going there? The, I mean, the easy answer would be experience. Mm -hmm. That's the easy answer, but it's really, uh, I mean, I, I started as a marketer and a consultant and I worked over 20 years as a consultant mm -hmm. and I never knew that uh, I want to be a coach. Now, after my near-death experience and everything and I, I came out of it and, and I decided to do something different, I decided to do the health coaching because I wanted to, I wanted to help people just like me, just like business people, stay healthy. Yeah. But the more I went through this, and this was maybe five years ago, and the more I'm meeting people and I'm studying and I'm, 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 I'm digging deeper, 
now I, I have the, the clear picture and this is why I developed my program. And that's why I'm incorporating everything because you cannot just take one part of the human life or, or the human body and ignore the other. And while health is a very important part, but work is and relation is and everything is just like a pie. I mean, when you go to a restaurant, you order a pie or a pizza, they don't just give you half of it. I mean, they give you the whole thing. And when my clients come to me and they order something, they come to me for, for a reason. They come to, come to me because they want help, because they believe I can help them. And I, can, I cannot just tell them, I'm going to guide you through health only. So I worked really hard to incorporate everything. And I've, it's been a couple of years or, or a year, maybe now I'm doing it with over 50 clients now. And it's been going amazing. Uh, we work on health, we work on habits, we work on business skills and work on physical, whether it's yoga, meditation as primary. And I have a couple of clients who are uh, young in their 20s. And I even, I mean, I work with them on martial art even because I'm also a certified martial art instructor. I want to just go a little bit back to your question, the clarity. This is the clarity. I mean, I've been a consultant for 25 years and I had companies and I had a lot of zeros in my bank account next to my ones and twos and threes. I have very fat bank accounts and I had bankers calling me and, and asking me if they can get me anything. Yes. <laughs> and now I don't have these. Uh, I, I let go of my companies. Some I sold, some I just liquidated to, char to charities when I had my experience. And it was just a way to thank God to bring me back to life. Now what I'm doing is I found my clarity and I found that I want to be a coach and a speaker. And this is what I want to doing, what I want to be doing. And it's not too late. I'm in my mid-40s, but yeah, it's not too late. And even though most of my... You, my friends used to make fun of me saying you used to be on cover of magazines. You used to be like a huge consultant. I mean, you used to be invited to every yacht party and, 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 and everything. And maybe the only one who's happy is my wife now. <laughs> and how, how did you just let go everything to sit home in your uh, uh, home office and just do this? And, and I tell them, I'm, I'm, I'm happier. Because happiness is, isn't really something just written there and you just you have a cheat code or you just have a paper and just do it. No, it's just discovering your why, just pursuing something that makes you feel fulfilled, makes you feel satisfied, makes you feel happy, makes you, when you put your head, I mean, I go, I go to sleep, I put my head on my pillow, I smile and I close my eyes. I never did this before. Yeah. I don't care if I wake up at 10 and I don't check my phone because I know exactly my program and, and my schedule and I'm, I'm, I'm in control. So uh, this is part of giving away and giving up in order to receiving more. You can't just have everything and ask for more. You have to give away stuff. You have to give up on stuff. Yes. In order to get more, it's just a matter of evaluating and putting the scale there and saying, do I need this? And if I give up this, I'm going to gain that. But am I ready to give up all of these things? My, my, my company, my status, my people calling me, sir, just to get something else? Yeah.
you know, you were saying being in your 40s, you're young, you're a baby. I'm, <laughs> I'm the next decade up, um, so you're a baby. Um, but I do think the pursuit of opportunity, the expanding, you know, that I think drives us when we're younger of like to try everything, to always keep our options open and all of that. I know at some point it started becoming more work and when I let things go, yes, I have missed certain things, but I do feel like I've been able to go deeper in that, which I've held. So yeah, that is a really nice way of putting it. I actually, you know, to kind of even go deeper now that you've kind of brought up finding your own clarity and I'm going to ask if this leads into happiness because um, you have a post on your Instagram about happiness is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a fellow marketer, eight, nine years ago, before I sold my last agency, we used to work with a lot of Global 500s in audience development, audience research. And we were doing a research project for the R&D group of this large um, consumer product goods company, Fortune, yeah, or whatever. And we did a keyword cloud of, you know, and we're talking a little bit more than like finding organic, but like stacks and stacks, but about 2,000 phrases, 200,000 phrases around the concept of happiness is. Mm-hmm. And when I did the research, one of the things that I found so sad was over 50% of the searches in that cloud around happiness is were negative or in relation to not being happy. So, you know, you've talked about clarity, maybe bring it a little bit more into what is happiness for you and how you help your, you know, people in your program develop that concept. I want to mention this, when I put this post on my Instagram, happiness is, I had some of my friends, clients, and even family calling me or, or texting me saying, aren't you supposed to answer this question? Aren't mm-hmm. you the coach? You're supposed to tell us what is happening. I mean, you're the coach. This is why we pay you. And I, I, was, I was hoping I would hear this because I wanted to, to tap into this. And, and no, I, I cannot tell you what is happiness because happiness is subjective. Yes. Happiness to me isn't happiness to you. And it's, happiness is linked to satisfaction, fulfillment, joy, and so many things. And it's really subjective. Uh, I mean, happiness could be linked to a certain moment or could be linked to your vision. I mean, for me, happiness now is something, but tomorrow it might be something else. And usually this is, this is part of the clarity and this is part of the why. Usually we start with the negative and we start with blaming why and you start I? with, why am I not happy? Why, why don't I have this? I mean, I've been doing this and, and it's always this. It's always, and it's not a bad thing. When this happens, it means this person, and we all go through this, we need uh, an ear. We need someone to speak to. We have stuff inside. We need to let it out. 
and before we dig really deep, we have to remove everything on the on the on the surface on the top. So what I usually do with my clients when they start with this, why spree and why am I why this is happening? I can't believe I let them talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And then after 40 minutes, I tell them, okay, now we're starting the session. I'm not gonna waste 40 minutes of you just bitching our own stuff. Now we're starting the session. Why aren't you, do you want me to answer you? Why aren't you happy about this? And they go like, um, no. Okay, do you really want, to, to want me to answer you? Because I can answer you. I can tell you what you're doing wrong. Um, no? Okay, fine. So happiness really is, is linked to many things. It's linked to a feeling inside uh, that has to do with satisfaction, fulfillment, uh, being... Uh, okay with whatever we have and it's it's a huge thing just to be okay with whatever we have because our human nature is never okay with whatever we have we always I mean I have one of my clients the other day she was she was talking to me and uh, she said my colleague at work come in she's amazing she can she can run those meetings and she can talk for hours and Whenever we're on, on a meeting, she just takes all the, the lights to, to herself. She's in the middle, she's, in, she's the star. And why am I not like this? Why, why, why? And, she, and I said, okay, I have a quick exercise for you. Uh, can you go to her and ask her some stuff and ask her why she does whatever she's doing? And, and so we will start digging deeper. And at the end, just to cut it short, this person who was doing this he was doing this because she's trying to impress my client because she sees her as her bigger example and she wants to impress her. And when she found out that, she was like, oh, wow, I didn't see this. I said, yes, because we choose to look at the negative because we choose to let our envious state and jealousy and everything else just guide us. And when we know our vision, and when we know exactly our map and our vision, and when we have clarity, we do not let this happen. We can control this. So we would define happiness for us. So what is happiness for you now? Is it just going on a run? Then, then, then do it and come back and then think of the next stuff. Don't just overwhelm yourself with so many ideas and start blaming everyone around you for not doing whatever you should be doing while you should be blaming yourself for not taking action. So I guess happiness is just subjective. It's, th there's no cheat code for happiness. There's, there's no happiness. I mean, happiness could be, I mean, happiness for me is misery for someone else. <laughs> you know, I mean. Yeah, uh, I remember. First time I worked with a good coach, he asked me what I wanted. And I was just like, I want it. And I specifically said, I wanted the cheat codes. Yeah, I mean, I'm a geek, you know, except I, I'm a big geek. But I grew up playing every video game and whatever. And there was always people faster, finger coordination, <laughs> smashing the button. And so I was like, yeah, I look for the cheat codes, you know, after the... the and he laughed and he's promised me if we went through the program, he would give me the cheat codes. And basically after the program, he basically handed me all of the work I had done and said, here are your cheat codes now. <laughs> so that, yeah. I, I think we want what is easy 
because we're afraid and standing, you know, standing in that fear is so difficult. Mm. I, you know, I think in time and time again, I mean, just how difficult I find it for myself to do things that are hard and, you know, I know they're going to be beneficial, but why, <laughs> why? Yeah. No, I like, you know, the way you pull that together and how you make it a purpose, not this pursuit of happiness. That is very, very cool. Um, and one thing you mentioned, a key word here, fear. Um, yeah. I just something to say about fear. Fear will never go away. We will always be afraid. And, but it really depends on how we perceive fear and how we, how we let fear control us. Do we let fear uh, cripple us or fuel us? And this is different. I mean, I know that I'm alive because of fear. I know that before I closed my eyes on this operating table that day when I was taking the surgery and the doctor told me you might not wake up, I know that fear brought me back. I know that the fear I felt that day made me just fight hard and fight hard and coming back. So being afraid isn't bad because I hear this a lot from a lot of people and a lot of my clients saying, we're afraid, I'm afraid, fear. And yes, just keep fear by your side. Just live with fear. It's, it's not bad. Just let fear fuel you. Just know that fear will never go away. I mean, I, 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 I read something. I'm, I'm sure someone said it. I can't remember who. But it, it said, if your dreams are, that doesn't, don't, don't scare you, they aren't big enough. Yes. Uh, hmm. So, uh, yeah, fear is important, but we shouldn't let fear control us or cripple us. We should let fear just fuel us and push us forward rather than, because it is not going to go away. Anxiety is not going to go away. Bad feelings are not going to go away. Because it's just the balance. I mean, it's, it's the balance of light and, and dark. If there is no dark, you cannot perceive light. You cannot just know that there is light. And just like there are beautiful pictures and award-winning pictures of, of shadows and human shadows, there are horror movies about the same human shadows. It's just how we look at it and how we perceive it and how we interpret it. It's, it's all a matter of, of seeing things. You talked about using fear, or sorry, you didn't talk about using fear. You said that fear kept you alive when you went in. How do you look at using fear? And I kind of then want to also um, enjoy you. I know you have children, and this is something that drives me a lot. Sometimes just my teenage boy being afraid that he's actually going to ever be functioning human. No, no, no. My, Boy is amazing. Um, but talking about fear as you use it, not as it uses you, because I, you know, you have referenced that going through. How does that then move towards how you look at the life you're building for your children? You know, because you are this entrepreneur, this life, then everything. How do you use that with your children? Yeah, I mean, there are degrees of fear. I have a nine year old that, uh, he just saw a horror movie the other day because his friends were watching it and he decided to play along and he's been afraid of the dark for quite some time now, for like 10 days. And recently we were able to just pull him out of, out of the, you know, the dark. And what we did is just as simple as we're 
I played a game with him in the dark. And I got one of these. There's this very cool twister for kids. Okay. Glow in the it's, it's a glow in the dark twister for kids that I found on Amazon. And it's really cool. cool. And we played this and it was fun as fun. And every time I turn on the light and he just turns it off and says, no, let's keep playing. You know, so this is as simple as just uh, let, let the element uh, that's causing the fear yeah. be on your side to help you, to yeah. fuel you towards something better. I mean, my fear helped me. The only thing that I feared that day that I'm not going to be able to hug my kids alone uh, again, although my teenage boy doesn't let me hug him now. <laughs> but I was, this, is, this was the fear, and, and my wife, in case she's listening to this. And, <laughs> you know, uh, it's just, I mean, I, I tell my, my clients, let me uh, work with you with your fears because with your anxiety, because we hear this a lot, anxiety, 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 panic, and anxiety. And I tell you something, growing up, because I grew up in a different culture, I grew up in a different part of the world, growing up, I didn't know what anxiety means. Yeah. Because for me, anxiety was part of everyday thing and it was part of something I had to live with because we didn't have this thing about anxiety and panic and all of these things. Now, it's a big thing and everyone has anxiety and they're making a big deal about it. And, they, and I tell them, listen, I grew up somewhere, it's not, it's not, it wasn't a big deal and I lived with it. Uh, but, yeah. but let's live with anxiety. And so if I'm not afraid about something, it means I'm indifferent. And being, being indifferent is scary. And you should be worried if you're indifferent. You shouldn't be worried if you're afraid. Because being afraid means that you're ambitious, that you're worried, that you're a human, that you have feelings, that you have emotions. And that is fine. That's amazing. This is what sets us away from robots and machines. But being indifferent is scary. So if you want yourself to be indifferent, you're not taking a step forward. You think step backwards. So don't just eliminate your feeling of being afraid. Just live with it and control it. Just don't let it control you. And this is how I will help you. How do you see in growing what you're doing, you know, what you've done, what you're doing now as building your legacy? I look at my concept of legacy, you know, just to use that phrase, as my ability to give my children not not give them everything in life, but to give them the foundation, give them the means, the education, and the understanding of what's possible in the world for them to pursue if they so choose. How do you look at, you know, what your legacy will be, specifically for children or just in general? I don't know. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm still writing this every day. I know that I found where I want to do and I'm doing it. I know that helping people uh, is what I want to do and I'm doing, but I know also that uh, being different is uh, part of my legacy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm usually perceived for being different, being more blunt and not very much politically correct, just like they put it these days. <laughs> 
just because I think that the world needs more of of of, of us, and I try to be the example, and try, I try to tell my kids to be the same, be straight, be honest, and just help people around. And if some, if you don't like someone, tell them I don't like you. Don't just say it in a weird way that will make them think uh, four days before they figure it out because they wasted four days. Don't ghost them. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, and and I think this is this is. I mean, this has been my differentiator. This has been my my edge as 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 a coach. That some people will love working with me. Most they don't, and that's fine with me because I'm I'm. I always tell this. I mean, I told this the other day to one of my uh, clients. She's 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 amazing. I always say she because I have eighty percent of my clients are female. I don't know why. But uh, she's amazing, and she came to me and she said, uh, "Many people are attacking me, and I feel bad, and 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 I feel brought down every time I do something, and they just keep on attacking me." And and I told her two things. First of all, nobody attacks a loser, and I mean, excuse my my word. I don't like to to to, to use it, but no one attacks someone who doesn't achieve. People attack the ones who are successful, but. And the most important thing is you have to be okay with what what you pursue, what you're doing, that it will serve you and you only. And respecting the rules, the norms, the culture, and everything else is necessary. But putting yourself also there in the middle and keep going is necessary. Because if everyone does this, then it's amazing. We have an amazing society. We have amazing people without just worrying that someone said this to me and someone said that to me. So I guess uh, being, uh, I mean, what I told at the end, I said, listen, just be happy that you are loved by some and don't look to be liked by everyone. You don't have to be liked by everyone. You have to be loved by some. And I guess this is the legacy. This is what I'm looking for. I'm looking really to, to, to be loved by some because I want to help people. And I know I can help them. I know I have a lot of experience. I know I have a lot of stuff to, to, to give away. And I don't expect everyone to, to, to like this. And just like you said before, and it's amazing what you said about a, uh, a good coach, a bad coach, a good consultant, bad consultant, because there are all of these people Around the world, and it's, it's not really. I, I don't say it's bad. I say it's someone who lacks experience, maybe. And I always tell this because people say, "Oh, we have, we can get the same program from X Y at half the price." And I tell them, "If you think, <laughs> I tell, if you think a, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm expensive, or a good coach is expensive." You should try a bad coach because you can, you're gonna end up paying twice the price, and then then you're going to go up. And, and it's not about the money. It's about the time, the experience, the, 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 the damage, and, and, and everything else. And yeah. I don't know if it's too soon to tap into this, but it's, it's this trend I want to talk about. I don't know if... No, please. I would like to, because I think, uh, yes, let's talk about this trend. It's the trend that I do not like. And excuse me for being so blunt, but... I mean, Please. you cannot be 20. I mean, 
Yes, you can be a genius, but you cannot be just expert. <laughs> exactly. You cannot be just an expert in helping people achieve whatever and just going on Google on online and just taking phrases and sentences from all different big consultants or coaches or, or Osho or whatever you find and just put them on your site and just claim that you do this. Because it's not nice. We are dealing with humans. We're not dealing with products. I mean, you want to do this for products, go be a marketer and no offense, I'm a marketer and I start as a marketer, but you can play with products, but do not play with the humans. Yeah. Do not just come and say, I'm an expert coach and I can help you do one, two, three, four. I mean, I've had many people approach me personally and offering to coach me. And I have a coach. I'm a coach and I have a coach. Yes. And I believe that we need one, even if we are a coach. I mean, yeah. the best player on the field need a, you need a referee. Yeah. And doesn't mean that the referee can play better than the player, but they need a referee. And I have a couple of coaches, honestly, and they're amazing. And I have many people reaching out to me saying, we will help you achieve one, two, three, four. And I go into their uh, credentials and I feel bad because I know that they cannot help me, but I feel bad that I, because I know that they are saying this to a lot of people and they are trying to help some people and they cannot. And it's not nice to mess with other people's uh, life and, 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 and stuff. And this is the trend that I don't like. Uh, that's been happening these days that everyone's jumping on, 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 on the train and saying, I'm a coach, I'm a consultant, I'm an XYZ. I'm, I'm, I'm. Even my wife tells me the same. I mean, I'm a yoga instructor and this is even harder because if you're not certified as yoga instructor and you're just teaching someone to do some sort of move, you can, exactly, you can just nap <laughs> something in the it's not fun. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I just, I just want to tell everyone, just be, be aware and don't, don't, don't just take everybody's words for, I, I can tell you something funny that happened to me if we still have some time. Yeah, please. I, I had a call the other day. I mean, I had someone who had me on Messenger and she's, she's, she's a beautiful lady and my wife got upset because she, I kept on deleting her and she kept on adding me and talking to me. And obviously she was so eager to talk to me and... It's not, it's not like I don't like to take beautiful women as clients, but she wasn't a client. She was offering me her services as a coach. And <laughs> she was pitching. The way she came forward isn't that I'm a coach, I do one, two, three, four. No, it's I will help you to gain more by doing this to you and that to you. And she was assuming stuff. So at the end, I said, I'm going to entertain her. So I said, fine. She said, let's get on a Zoom call. We got on a Zoom call and she started. And I thought I had an accent and she had a worse accent and I, it, it made me feel more American. So she said, obviously you hear my accent. I said, yes, you do. Uh, I can tell you my accent is from French because I grew up in France for so long and my first language is French. So where is your accent from? She said, I'm Slovenian. I'm from Slovenia. I was like, whoa, so you're not here in the States actually. She goes, no, I'm in Slovenia. You know where this is? I said, yeah, I grew up for the first 18 years of my life in France and I know exactly where Slovenia. I've, I've been there to Yugoslavia before being Slovenia. So I know exactly where Slovenia. Yeah, I studied over You know that you should work with me. I mean, I can give you my first... Uh, why and then I can tell you many whys I said why she said and this was like a couple of months ago so it doesn't apply now she said your first lady is Slovenian 
Like, my what? She said, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm walking away now. <laughs> I said, do you start this with everyone? I mean, this is like your icebreaker. <laughs> it's a good joke. <laughs> And then she started talking about her being a coach and she was like 23 or 25 years old. And she gave me name of some of her clients in the States and I felt bad. And I'm like, I wish I can, I mean, I wish if it wasn't unethical, I wish if I could reach out to those people and tell them that you're not for here. I mean, you're someone just bored sitting at home and seeing a trend called coaching and you decide to get on on, on the train because you think it's fun to mess with other people's feelings and, 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 and life and, and lifestyle and habits and everything. And it's not. So yeah, this is, this is the, 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 the trend that's going on these days in this world. And I hope it, it will just disappear. It's so, I don't know, like, what, what do you think? <laughs> no, I, it's funny. I, um, I see this a lot. Now, I'm someone who talks a lot about when it comes to business, stealing ideas is great especially but you know you have to make it your own you can't just copy and paste you have to steal yeah you have to be oh wait i'm gonna take this change perspective and make it blue but a unique yeah you have to make it real what i see again and again are these people who've taken processes they have like the, yeah, they have it from someone else's program or they've, you know, from 50 articles taken it. And well, I know I can, you know, we, this is how we do things. I'm like, have you ever used this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I have customer, I have clients on this. So, you know, I know where I'm like, have you ever done this? Has it really, because as an ex-project manager and, you know, a lot of, you know, going way, way, way back, unfortunately, I've never seen a process work without something not working in that experience. Yeah. And while it sucked in my early 20s, now as I get older, a lot of times, not in the moment, usually some period afterward, that X factor, that clusterfuck, that something that didn't work in that process mm-hmm. is where the real magic is. It's either how you handle it or whatever. And that to me is where the expertise is because Google gives us 80% of everything. Yeah. You know, in Google and then soon open AI and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 80, 85% of everything is there. It's how you use it. And so yeah, <laughs> I completely agree. This is, it's a biggest frustration because as someone who's been around a lot and has done a lot of things, I still don't consider myself an expert, but I work with a lot of people in trying to help them figure out how to grow their businesses. And it is this process of trying to grow, not to just say you can and then therefore but I think you win with, because your first lady is Slovenian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I have to mention this because I laughed a lot. And I, she got offended because I was laughing. And I was like, 
please, I can't stop my, I'm, I'm, I don't want to offend you, but I mean, is, is it a joke? She goes like, no, we are, I'm trying, I'm trying to tell you that we are serious people and, and look what we got, where, where we got. I mean, like, wow, okay. Do you really have clients? And she said, yes, I can give you their names for reference check. Like, no, you, you don't do this. <laughs> so, wow. yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Stealing, I, I always call it stealing with pride. Ah, do it. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> we all do it because we cannot reinvent the wheel. Everything is here, but it's how we tweak it and we use it. And I mean, yeah, you, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't expect to, to, to invent everything all over, but you can't just call yourself an expert and, and take someone else's process and try to make it work. And at the end, if it doesn't work, you just jump on, on another train, another train, another train, and keep on. No, I agree. That's, that's the fun of what we do is this, you know, you know, this entrepreneurial journey that you've had such a great journey with. You know, and you help people, you know, on theirs, it really is about what worked at one point won't work in the future. What is working now will definitely not work soon. <laughs> but you can't give up if this is what you want to be doing. You have Absolutely. to be willing Absolutely. to kind of dance the dance, you know, I'm going to miss... I'm going to mismatch and massacre a bunch of metaphors, but you know, you have to take this journey and, you know, take it all the way through because it's not easy. That's for certain. Wow. Um, I am really, really happy you came back on the show. Um, Thank you. I know our audience is going to get a lot out of this. Love to um, continue talking to you. To go along with the interviews, we're going to be bringing up concept shows where we talk about different efforts. And I think a lot of your experience, mm. definitely around clarity, could be a wonderful thing to have you come on and talk with some other people Love around that. that. Love to have you back on. Um, everyone, once again, check in the show notes and on the email where you get for this show, we'll have links to matthewgorman.com. It's definitely worth everyone checking out and finding how you could potentially match with them. Because as you said, you are a specialized flavor, not everyone, but for those who are on the journey and really that type of effort resonates, I think you would be great for those like us. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Matthew. This was a great learning experience for me. I wish we really could keep going and keep this podcast running for hours and hours as we talk and go deeper into um, your experiences. But I don't think our audience is ready for a six-hour long episode yet, but soon we'll get them there. All right, everyone. If you want to connect with Matthew and learn more about his work and his coaching, you can find the links down below in the show notes. And as always, sign up for a newsletter, follow our social channels so you can join us for all the great things we're learning here on Beyond Eight Figures as we all work on an entrepreneurial journey. Thank you again for joining us, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. This episode of Beyond Eight Figures is over, but your journey as an entrepreneur continues. 
So if we can help you with anything, please just let us know. And if you like this episode, please share it with someone who might learn from it. Until next time, keep growing and find the joy in your journey. This is AJ, and I'll be talking to you soon. Bye-bye.